represents sports for the culture. I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Dimelo. Bro, flying. T Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet. La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. Hello, hello, world. This is Gas Presents Sports for the Culture, man. This is episode I can't even name it. I don't know, but we it's a lot of them. But uh hey, we got okay. a good show for y'all tonight, man. Little uh House of Dragons, little football, little KD, little, you know what I'm saying? We got some stuff for y'all tonight. Um, new segment. But uh I'm your host for the night, T Boogie. Y'all know what it is with me. Wash your hands, wash your ass, you know what I'm saying? Don't do no monkeying around out there. No more monkeys jumping on the bed, all right? We don't need to, no more pots. But uh hey, let's get this show started. So let me let me let me introduce the fellas. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's do this clockwise. Start with the top left. At Bryce XXV double I, aka Mr. Big Leaguer, aka my mama's favorite guys panelist. Got some good stuff for y'all tonight. Hey, uh, if you're not subscribing to the pre-show, you're missing out. The pre-show is hilarious right now, man. It, I think it's the best content we got, and I think this is pretty damn good, too. So uh, check that out, man. One dollar a month. Rock with us. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Pre-show. I, I was a little late to the pre-show today, so I'm, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm, a, I'm a paying customer. You know, I'm a payer and a, and a user. But uh, top right. Hey, man, you know who it is, your boy, Young Rome 22. Like they were saying, man, y'all got to subscribe to that pre-show. T was late to the pre-show, but my man has some some crazy comments. Uh, I'm not going to say them here. I'm going to let you subscribe to the pre-show. We might get into them a little bit later because they were they were pretty wild about my man Lamar Jackson and, and Jameis Winston. But uh, you know what it is, man. We got a crazy show for y'all tonight, so I'm not even going to hold you. Let's jump into it. <sighs> Guns out. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that pre-show, you know, I mean, me, myself, I'm always right, you know what I'm saying? Even if I'm going left, I'm right. But uh, <laughs> my man, guns down low, man, last but not least, man. Uh, is, your, right. is your fucking boy in the Yanks, man? I fucked this up. <laughs> we about to fucking get the Mets. Best team in New York, baby. If it ain't the Giants, the fucking New York Yankees. Fuck. So fuck this up. A little bit of roid rage. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all heard it. I don't, well, I didn't catch it, but I'm sure y'all heard it. You know what I'm saying? The Yankees, yeah. But uh, yeah, heard, hold on. I heard something about the Yankees. Yank, Yankees and a lot of testosterone. Hey, hey, you talking about the C4? We talking about the C4? That C, who the fuck is C2? C4, C2, he playing battleship. But um, <laughs> hey, let's, let's jump right into um, <laughs> one of the things I say today, you know what I'm saying, came across all the timelines was that uh, Katie's staying in Brooklyn. Katie is staying in Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen. And um, to some of us, that's surprising to others that, you know, others have been saying it. How do y'all feel about Katie uh, staying in Brooklyn first and foremost? Jumbo. It's a good Man. thing for baseball. I said baseball. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> I'm still thinking about I mean, I, I'm one of those people who have been saying all along he wasn't going nowhere. I haven't really been indulging in, in all the rumors and all the talk surrounding it. 
Cause uh, like like our boy script, man. I I kind of think it was all just cap. Kind of think it was all just for show, for real. Um, my man just signed a big contract with them. The the contract, the, really, it was an extension. The extension really just kicked in. Uh, the whole thing to me is kind of just ludicrous. Like, like think about this, T. You're 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 a coach yourself, man. Let's say and and to keep it real, let's because you know you coach kids. Let's say a parent was like, man, I don't mess with with T Boogie as the coach. I want T Boogie gone, and I want whoever else is picking the players. I want them out of there. Are we entertaining that? Are we listening to that? Like, like, are we giving that time, like, energy, anything? Like, seriously, bro. Like, KD's demands were completely ridiculous. Now you're going to go into a season. You got Jason Kidd as your coach. Uh, the GM's still there. And, and y'all are all just supposed to get along. Like, if I go on another podcast and I'm like, man, fuck G. I got, he got Roid Rage and all this. This man crazy. And then I just come on here like, oh, G, what's up, bro? Let's have a great show. Like, come on, bro. Like, like the, it, it don't make sense, man. And like to me, it 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 tarnished KD a little bit for me, man. Because I'm a big KD fan. I meant to say that at the start of all this. I'm a big KD fan. And this whole saga, this whole off season, I hated it. I did not like any of this. I'm glad it's over for the most part. And I kind of just want to get to basketball when it pertains to KD because this was kind of ridiculous to me. Okay, that's that's fair. It, I'm, I'm curious to think. I'm curious to know where you thought KD stood before this incident. Since you said it tarnished him a little, like how did you how did you view KD before, and how how do you view him now? Okay, I mean I've mentioned it a little bit on the last show, so or the last the first time we talked about it. Really, like to me, this this means KD is going to be remembered as the player that always wanted to team hop, or you know was never happy where he was. Like once it started going wrong, he had to leave. So it's just giving me bad vibes for KD. Before this, I was very hopeful with him in Brooklyn. If you look at look at the tape from last NBA season, I'm saying you know they're gonna they're gonna make a run for the championship, and it didn't go that way. All of a sudden, he wants to leave. I'm not feeling it. Okay, okay, I understand that. I understand that. Um, I think the legacy was already there, but I can understand uh, you know being a forgiving man and giving him a few chances. Uh, Bryce, how, how do you? What does this KD news mean to you? I don't know, man. Rome up there sounded like Jordan Hicks, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> KD, KD told you about Jordan Hicks, man. Uh, I feel like what KD really did, yo, and I feel like everybody's done it. He hopped on Indeed, and he put his resume out there, yo. You ain't never put your resume out there but stay with your job? I never did that? I've done it a few times. Yeah, so it's like, and if you've never done it, then like, all right, well, but most people have at some point. Somebody's put a resume out, but still stay where they was working at because you were seeing if the grass was possibly greener. Katie learned the grass wasn't greener, and he stayed put. I mean, a part of me was like, all right, KD, but at the same time, it's like I understand it when I look at it from a job point of view. And I think because, like, their job is magnified. It don't really be seeming like it's a job and where you feel like working at, you know? But uh, it's still it's still that, if you ask me. And I feel like that's – and that's the new era of – that's the new era of basketball. There's no more team loyalty from the players to the team, bro. We know that. Team been treat, started treating it as a business first, so you can't really blame the players for treating it solely as a business. When you treat it solely as a business, you don't really care where you play as long as the check is right. 
And I think that's where players like KD stand. So how can I fault them for you know moving how he's moving? You you don't you don't think that uh, you don't hold that against his legacy a little bit, you know, because we we do have some greats that stayed put and and won. Dirk figured it out. Uh, Giannis is figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and B's still there. He hasn't won, but he's still there. So y'all that. Yeah, no, I view it as one of those things that can help your legacy but can't hurt it, right? Like, I feel like, yeah, if you stayed at one team, figured it out, and got chips there, that helps your legacy. But if you left and, and kept it moving, I don't think that hurts your legacy. But it just doesn't help it. You know what I'm saying? It definitely doesn't help it, but it don't hurt it, in my opinion. Uh, the question for KD will be, or the question for KD, you know, way we evaluate things is what is his legacy right now? And that's up to the individual. But, I mean, like, I think there's a lot of – I think there's guys playing right now that have – Accumulated a better resume at this point, uh, at least a couple. Okay. Yeah, G. so it's like, oh my um, bad. Right, right. G, I see you down there. How do you feel about this KD news? Well, it's I guess it's the same news we all received as of late. Like nothing happened. It would have set a precedent though if the Nets traded him. At this point, it would have been like you got players with a contract that had no non-trade clause on it. And to kick and just to send him away because he started complaining. If if I was on the ship, I would have threatened. I think they they had to threaten Katie at one point in time. Okay, you know what? Either you stay and play with Kyrie, or you don't want to stay and we give you Westbrook again. And that's basically cutting my nose to spite my face at this point. Just to say, well, fuck one of your years, and we don't care. We're gonna challenge something, but we're gonna get something back. Just to make you feel the pain, because at this point, owners owners gotta get owners want something back. You know, you didn't you don't gave KD everything what he wanted, and still haven't won a chip yet. You know, they, they want something back for this investment. The fact I just want to know how the season's gonna play out with Steve Nash after the report when he says you gotta kick you gotta kick my coach out. I I, I can say the GM brushing it off, but your coaching staff, like I want to see what happens now with the Nets. Like, how is KD going to play? I, this reports right now, you see KD and Kyrie don't going through practice right now, getting it in, getting training in. I just want to see how this shit plays out now throughout the season, how how the relationship ends up. Does Steven Ash get fired come December? Thank you. And G, G is getting to the point that I feel like Bryce kind of skipped over a little bit, bro. Like, Bryce, you mentioned that it's a business and the players are taking it as such. Is it a good business move to call out your head coach, bro? The man you got to go work for? Uh, like, what, hey, what, man, bro, wait, what, wait, what happens, though? A little bit. The whole what, what happens? Coach, those were reports. We ain't hear nothing from KD's mouth. It's not like KD tweeted. Yeah, I'll KD tweeted, I'm basically, had, you know, I'm staying, right? But it's not like KD tweeted, uh, yeah, nah, I ain't rocking with Steve Nash. Nah, but normally he would he would he would clear his name though. This is the kind of guy that goes online and will clear will clear his name from any kind of BS. And the fact that he didn't clear those rumors. So what if Steve Nash was trash though? But we all knew this shit. Okay, but, we ain't never but, had a coaching job. All right, well, but cool. To but, say that to people, say that publicly. What if the Steve Nash was really trash, bro? <laughs> to say that public, to say that publicly creates a whole nother firestorm. He though. never said it publicly though. Well, it got it got that's out it got out there it got out there. But, you, that's but, the, but, you, but when you say he said it publicly, that's a little different than it getting out there. It getting out there versus he said it publicly. 
He didn't say it publicly. He just, it just somehow got out there. It was a quote unquote report. It wasn't a true report. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I heard KD and Kyrie wanted Steve Nash going. When I first heard that report. Yeah, I heard. Oh. I heard the same report. So I mean, oh. it, it, the whole the whole thing just it, it it leads to to more trouble down the road, bro. Like, what happens when they go on a long losing streak or, or you know something crazy? It, it only leads to more drama. And maybe maybe it is Steve Trash. Steve Trash. I think drama is what they want, though. I think drama is what they want, yo. It's all manufactured, yo. Yeah, so, yeah. Now, 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 you're, now, now you're on to it. Now you're on to it. It was all manufactured drama, bro. Devil's advocate here. What, what if uh, KD, Kyrie, and Harden were promised things that, and and nothing was delivered. And and, and now, KD's saying, "I need these guys gone." It, it, it would appear one-sided, but what ha- what what happens if behind the scenes? A lot of promises were, were empty and not met. A lot of moves that they claimed they would make wasn't made. Like you can't say that. What's my man's that they gave forty million dollars to that came from the Clippers when he used to play for the Clippers? I can't remember his name. He used to play with what the fuck is his name? The oh, Sunday. Are you talking about DeAndre Jordan? There you go, DeAndre Jordan. They gave DeAndre Jordan a wild ass contract that he definitely didn't deserve. You making my point? But that's what I'm saying. KD got everything he wanted. How do you know he wanted DeAndre Jordan? Bro, who the fuck is paying DeAndre Jordan forty million dollars? That's the point, right? If that's that's probably what KD and Kyrie are saying. We, he, they gotta go. <laughs> Bro, it's reports that said that KD and Kyrie wanted that. I don't know, bro. Like, it's hard for me to go with reports, you know. Like, I mean, I know reports are are, are they are. Oh, no, no. We're not about to sit here and be like, oh, reports here. Son. But, yo, okay, okay. Isn't the GM's ultimate job to be like when the player comes to him and like, yo, we need DeAndre Jordan? As a GM, aren't I supposed to be like, nah, bro, we really don't need DeAndre Jordan. We good off that. We good off that contract. Isn't that my job as a GM to be like, uh, well, Katie, I know you want DeAndre Jordan, but I don't think it works for Well, if we're, if we're putting it like that, man, then then KD needs to play the background. And KD can't say these guys need to be gone because of this, that, and the third moves that were made or weren't made. If the GM is making the moves, the GM is making the moves. And if KD says we need DeAndre Jordan, the GM needs to tell him no, then KD can't say, oh, well, you didn't make the moves needed to be made. And then this, that, and the third. Like, KD can't have both, bruh. So to me, go ahead. Why are we killing KD when we've watched LeBron remove coaches, remove did players? Not, did yeah, we, did but they won chips. They won chips. They won chips. I don't. Maybe we didn't have a podcast yet, but uh, I don't remember being a, a fan of LeBron hopping but team. LeBron did not win the, the, the chips as he promised, but eventually they won chips, right? And his Brooklyn team could eventually win chips, but. You are definitely stuck on this whole, uh, you know, hopping teams thing from KD. That I, I can tell that's like you don't really rock with KD doing that. It hurts you because you're a KD fan. Oh, oh, bro, it hurts me deeply. I'm a big KD fan, and I'm completely anti-team hopper, bro. I don't I don't rock. rock I'm rock. not. Fuck all of that. Let these epic assholes come to my team. I'll bring out. Uh, 
who this is why I this is why the Nets had to do this because mind you it was there was reports that he wanted to go to the Bulls or Miami at that time right when he was when he was out there trying to figure out the team so why if you hear that he wants to pay DeAndre Jordan you, what GM want to say that shit for Katie I'm like alright bro whatever and you know what you want some massages too I got you too just don't just try watching this shit allegedly. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess people aren't gonna like what KD's doing, but well, how do y'all feel about what Patrick Beverly said? Before I move on, how, how do y'all feel? Patrick Beverly basically said like people have lost their jobs, and and um, you kind of got the league on stuck while you're trying to worry about yourself and yourself only. Like, how do y'all feel about Patrick Beverly's comments? Uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but how do y'all feel about uh, Beverly's comments to KD if you've read them? I mean, I agree with him to an extent. I mean, he might have went, you know, a little far with, with the way he phrased it. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, he he, he wasn't wrong. Like, KD was holding up a lot of stuff. And if reports are true about him saying that he wanted the GM and the, and the, the, uh, the coach gone, then those are two people's jobs that you're calling for. So, I mean, you are holding up people's jobs. You are, you know holding up a lot because you're you're a huge piece in the NBA. <clears throat> so I mean he he wasn't off the mark. That's fair. That's fair. I, I thought Beverly was right myself. But I also feel like KD don't owe anybody an explanation. Right? He, nah facts, facts. I'm still a grown man. I'm still like I still No no I feel like you do you you all you all this team the the fans are the Nets fans because technically right that team the Nets were pretty decent without KD. They had all the pieces. Look what they gave up to get James Harden, and then get nothing back. Let me ask this. Let me let me ask this. Because T, you said you said he's still a grown man, right? In what way was Katie's manhood called out or questioned or like, like, like? It's not like somebody's asking something extra of KD. We're asking what we ask of every professional athlete that is a superstar of his caliber. Nobody's nobody's doing anything extra to KD in this scenario. Like. No, no, no. You're looking for an explanation in, into why he's making the decision that he's making, right? Nobody asked, no, nobody made LeBron explain why he wanted to leave. You know what I'm saying? That's an option that the player takes. Like, why did Harden want to leave Houston? Like, but we all knew why LeBron wanted yeah, to leave but, Cleveland but, at the time. But Pat Bev has some great points, though, man. Like, Pat Bev to me is right, bro. He had, he, because I don't get me wrong, I'm not mad at KD for not, you know, for doing what he did. But, bro, you are holding up people's chicken, bro, because, like, you're the biggest domino that, that got to fall. And if you held out – you don't think you don't think Katie's the biggest domino that got to fall in free agency? I, I don't think Katie has to care. In the past, I don't think yes. He has to care. I don't think he has to care either, honestly. You don't got to care about the shit. But I'm just saying, that don't mean Pat Beverly wasn't right. He like, damn, bro, you holding up everybody money. Like, Not, they both right, but, like, if, if the Nets fans and franchise wanted to – throw what they had away for a KD, that's the risk you take, right? If you break up with your girlfriend for an IG model, you can't start complaining that she don't know how to cook. Like you get what you get at that point. But but you know like when you in a when you in a yeah. when you in a situation like that, right? You know what I'm saying? KD that's like shows me that KD would never be a part of like, you know, the asylum overthrow. You know what I'm saying? Like because like yo, you're not you're not you're not looking at everybody like we all players, we all in this, yo. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he's not really looking at it like that, clearly. 
because of his reaction. If, if he was looking at it like that, he wouldn't have a reaction. So you, you want KD to be Jon Snow, and he might just be Cersei. No, 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 no. Not Jon Snow. That's so dramatic because he don't even got to be that. Just to like, yo, I'm saying like, uh, I see what you mean, though. Like, I guess it is. I see what you mean with Jon Snow. But I think it's more like you're not a part of the team. Like, okay, save gas, yo. We get signed to somebody, right? And like, we all start feeling the way about something. And one of us is just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not rocking with y'all's cause. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, yo, like, why, bro? We're we're supposed to be all in this together. We, you know, like as players, y'all supposed to have that certain type of unity. We all in this together. And I feel like Pat Bev kind of pointed that out. Like, you know, they they collected bargain together through the PA. You know what I mean? But like when it came to this, Pat Beverly can kind of point at it and be like, "Look, bro, like you're not looking out for everybody." And I, I think it's fair like, too. I feel like behind closed doors, NBA players were already mad at KD for going to Golden State, right? I think that's part mm. of that blame mm. KD. And if you're already the villain, which I feel like they vilified KD a little bit for, for Golden State, then they vilified him for Brooklyn, now they vilified him for this. Like, at some point, don't you just say, okay, well, I, well I'll be the bad guy? I think that's I think that's what you're saying. Like, I'm going to just yeah. worry about myself because I can't please y'all. Do you really ever think KD tried to please yeah. anybody, though, bro? Why does KD need to leave Brooklyn, bro? Like, KD is doing all this for no reason. There's literally no reason to move to leave Brooklyn. You have a great situation. We're talking about these hypotheticals of, oh, the GM didn't do this or do that. Like, you got Kyrie. You got Ben Simmons. Like, you had James Harden at one point. What, like, what, you, you need them to get Jordan out of retirement? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what do you need, bro? Like... What do you Bro, need? Katie tried to do it the honest way in Oklahoma. He lived in Oklahoma. He went from Seattle to Oklahoma and tried to do it the right way. And, like, you got to give him some credit for so that. Now, like, so he's just doing the wrong way. You're, you're right. He's embracing the villainhood because he's just going straight, straight villain. Like, this is a whole in, – in wrestling terms, this would be a complete heel turn. Like, he's a, a whole bad guy now. Anthony Davis and Boogie left the first chance they could get. Like, superstars leave small markets. We know that, right? But he's not just leaving, though. He's, he, like, this is, this is, this is pointless almost. Like, he's doing this statement, and what, what is, what is the point of this? Like, what, what comes of this? Like, he held all those people up. The domino never even fell. All those people's bread was held up. And for KD to stay in Brooklyn? He never even, bro, all, all as a man you could do, right? It start with you got to do what's best for yourself and what's best for your family. Everything comes after that, and that's what KD is doing. Y'all want this man, to <laughs> but okay. So this, this I'm a, I'm gonna pull a KD right because honestly, bro, to me this is some Antonio Brown type shit. Like it doesn't make sense. Like I'm gonna go to work tomorrow, right? And I'm gonna be like, man, my boss, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta get up out of here. Your boss too. Y'all gotta go. And then I'm gonna just sit down. I'm gonna start working and I'll be like, you know what? Y'all can stay. I'ma stay. And yeah, wrong. you know the difference? You don't make more than your bosses. And uh, that throws off the whole dynamic of the NBA, me. bro. KD make more, KD make twice as much as they get in the coach, and three times as much as the GM getting. And it's like that throws the whole dynamic off, man. Back when like coaches made similar, a little closer, the disparity wasn't as crazy, they could really get on a player, bro. 
Now, what a coach is like. What was the last time you saw an NBA coach yelling at a player, bro? And that, that <laughs> maybe Doc Rivers, maybe Doc Rivers be snapping just a little bit, bro. It seemed like Eric Spoelstra will get into some, get into it with somebody every once in a while. But like, how often do you see it though? That used to be commonplace, bro. And that that's a fair point to make. That's the point that needed to get made. But then I'll end it with this on this subject. When it when it gets to that, and when it gets to this, that means. KD, when you get everything that you want, you're making more money than the coach of GM. You're calling the shots. It's put up or shut up. It's get it's go get the ring. It's no getting bounced out in the first round. I don't want to hear none of that. Oh well, this happened, that happened. No, the same way that we want to say, oh LeBron politics for his team. If KD is trying to do the same thing LeBron did, then you got to go get them rings. And like like T said, LeBron didn't get them the way LeBron said he was going to get them. It took a little bit more time. So I'll give KD time, but you got to get them rings if you're going to GM it the way LeBron GM'd it. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Look, get a man a little bit of time. But enough about KD, man. You know, people people going to feel how they feel. Uh, if, if he shoots well and the Nets can win, no one will care. All right. Uh... What we got next on the slate, man? Let's get into some football, man. Season's about to start. I've been watching a little preseason. I normally don't. But uh, we talked about, you know, one of these teams a little bit in the pre-show. But let's start with the AFC North, man. A little AFC North preview, man. How do you guys think the AFC North is going to go? Like, 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 let's break down some of these teams in the AFC North. Uh, let's start with, uh, I don't know. She start with the, the Browns. Let's start with the Browns. How we, how, how, how yeah, do you you start with this one. You start with this one. It's kind of hard because if you have Deshaun Watson out for eleven games, you you're hoping that you're praying to God that they can foster up like at least at least five wins, right? To be five hundred by the time he gets there. The first eleven games, right? They get Carolina, which is winnable. They get the Jets, and then they get. Oh, they get the Steelers, which they might win. Then they get they get Atlanta, they get Los Angeles, New England, they get Baltimore at Baltimore, which is they're gonna lose. And then then they get Cincinnati at home. They get a bye week nine. Oh, Wait, does that mean he comes? Huh? He come he comes back against the touch. Oh, <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> what I'm saying though, like. These guys look good enough that they can go actually be seven and four by the time Deshaun Watson comes back. Seven and four at Deshaun Watson, I, I think every Browns fan would be satisfied with that type of uh, situation. Yeah, because uh, the only tough schedule right that they have, because I don't, I don't think they lose to the Chargers. I think they beat the Chargers. The only teams that. That Browns defense is legit. I'm not. We're not gonna sit here and just sleep on that Browns defense. What, what, like what, Justin Herbert is is just a younger version of Philip Rivers. He's gonna get his ass busted. He's gonna get the dusted. I don't believe in Justin Herbert at all. I think he's just a younger Philip Rivers. So you believe it's nothing different. You believe in Jacoby Brissett? I believe in the Browns defense and the Brown run game. Okay. So G has some optimism for the Browns. Uh, Ro, how how you feel about? Uh, I mean, it's going to be tough going uh, first 11 games. I'm a Jacoby Brissett believer myself. Um, I think he should have been given a few more chances. Oh, and 
I would, I would, I mean, we could talk about that another time, but I would, I would like to say that they would get six or seven wins during this 11 game stretch, but looking at the teams they're playing, uh, I think that would be tough, even, even if they had Deshaun, to be completely honest. So I see this team with the way with, with Deshaun out for 11 games as being like a nine or eight game, nine or eight game. I don't think they pull off the division. Um, and I don't think that's enough to get you in the playoffs in the AFC. The AFC kind of stacked. So I'm going to have the Browns at about eight games and out of the playoffs. Eight and nine. Bryce? Man, I, I, like what the Brown, I like what the Browns have built. I really like what they've built. And in my opinion, they have the second best running back in the league, if you ask me. I think the only person above Nick Chubb right now is uh, – is Jonathan uh, Taylor? George, Jonathan Taylor. I'm about to call him. No, nah, fuck that. Fuck out of here. Indianapolis. To me, he's the only Blasphemous. back over. He's the I, I only might... back over Nick Chubb right now, man. Eric Henry. King oh, Henry, you gonna disrespect hey, King Henry? You gonna disrespect King Henry? It was the injury, bro. It was the injury. It was the injury. I ain't seen him. He didn't come back for that little half a game. But nah, nah. D Henry, the top back. D Henry still number one. And then I got Jonathan Taylor, and then Nick Chubb. But uh, the, that's the only one I'm thinking. Fan, I'm thinking fantasy football, low key. I'm like, I'm, I'm in that fantasy football mode, fellas. But uh, Nick Chubb should be one of the top backs taking off your fantasy football board for sure. I think it starts and ends with him on offense there, especially when Deshaun's out. Uh, we'll see how Brissett does, man. Uh, looks like he's got the job there, and uh, I mean, we'll see how it goes. It's not like. I mean, they've got guys to throw the ball to. I mean, they did bring in Amari Cooper. That's a big addition. And I think people are sleeping on that. That somehow has gone under the radar that they brought in Amari Cooper. I don't think people like him no more. But people loved him when he was in Oakland, when he wasn't putting up numbers. Then he went to the Cowboys and started putting up numbers, and all of a sudden people didn't like him anymore. But uh, we'll see how that ends up. I feel like Amari will will start really balling once Dak gets – I mean, once uh, Deshaun gets back. Um, so it's really just trying to stay 500 until you get Deshaun and hoping that he can give you a winning record once you get, once you get him back, uh, which is possible, which is possible. Um, I think that that division is it, top heavy. It's top heavy, but I think it'll be a, it'll be a fight. Those, those division games are always a fight there. Um, and I, and I, and I, and I think that the Browns can be competitive within the division, especially with Cincinnati who they, you know, they've gone back and forth with at times. Especially with the Steelers, who I feel like are the wild card in the division. We don't know how good they're going to be yet. Uh, kind of similar to the Browns. So I'll give them, I give them nine. I give them nine wins, yo. All depends on how Deshaun Watson acclimates. They, that could end up being ten. I'm, I'm gonna stick with nine. So nine wins, nine wins. G, you had them at seven wins before Deshaun Watson. How many do you think they finished with? <laughs> I see them winning with uh, eleven wins. I think they won the division this year. Surprising. Whoa. Okay. Uh, so 11 and nine, I'm gonna split the difference and go 10. I think this team is uh very, very talented. Um, but my only thing is, I feel like it's the org that knows how to lose, they, they, they've perfected um, just messing up a good thing. So, and I'm gonna drop my 10 and I'm gonna go eight. <laughs> I'm gonna go eight. That takes down two. I got it. I got two for organizational dysfunction, yeah. Just I mean, they are the Browns. You know, they started yeah. quarterback, can't even get a massage. Can't, like, he plays sore all season. Um, let's go let's, let's go to the next team. Uh, we'll go the opposite way this time. Bryce, what do you think about the Steelers? 
I mentioned it. I think that's the wild card team right there. I mean, we don't know who they're going to start. You know what I mean? Uh, as of yet, they haven't really named the number one. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's Trubisky, it seems. He's going with the ones more. Kenny Pickett's got the highest quarterback rating of all rookie quarterbacks right now uh, through preseason, which is impressive. I mean, but he, as he should, he's top, you know, first quarterback taken. We'll see. We'll see. I think that if they go with Pickett, they're expecting a slower, you know, they're not, they're going to have to deal with some growing pains. It takes, you know, it always takes a game or two for, uh, for a rookie quarterback to acclimate to the NFL. If they go with Trubisky, which I think will be the choice, they're in win-now mode. And I can see them I can see them getting the to, to, to 10 games. I can see them getting the 10 games. In the day is Mike Tomlin, and I don't I don't get, never bet against Mike Tomlin. He gets them to he finds a way. They made the playoffs last year, bro. There was no way the Steelers were supposed to make the playoffs. And I said it on the show, bro. I said they were gonna make the playoffs. Didn't they make it last year? I think they I think they just missed it on Tomlin. Well, maybe they missed it. I, I swear they like snuck in somehow. Now, nah, weren't they like the seventh seed or something? Did they sneak in? Yeah, I think they got in and, and got it, out. And I remember yeah. I was on the show, I would say, yo, this is going to be. Y'all was laughing at me. But Tomlin knows how to do it, man. And I think Mitchell Trubisky will give them more than what ben, Big Ben gave them last year. Uh, and it's not much more. It's not much more, but it's more, though. And uh, I can that, that receiver course something serious. They resigned Deontay Johnson. Chase Claypool is is a dog. No, and, they made it. They made the playoffs. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, and, and young boy, they just drafted, bro. Uh, out of what's my man's name? Uh, Pickens, George Pickens, out of Georgia. Bro, that man might be the next best receiver, like in the draft from the draft, bro. Like he might be. He looking like he might be that dude. So if all those chips fall for the Steelers, man, you know the defense is gonna come to play. Devin Bush is back. Uh, you know, Mika, Mika just ain't the big deal. So, you know, he ready. And T.J. Watt coming off a defensive player of the year season, bro. How, like, what is not to like about the Steelers except the quarterback position? Uh, and that's, that's the most important that's, position. That's the big question. <laughs> so can Mitchell Trubisky play good enough, long enough, either for one or two things to happen? One, he runs with a job. Or two, play long enough. For Kenny Pickett to be ready to start, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. One of those two things has to happen for them for their season to break right. But if it does, they could be in 11 game range. But I'm gonna give them. Two. I, I'm gonna give them 10. So you tell me, right? The first six games, right? They got they gotta go to Cincy. They gotta then there's a home game versus New England. Then they gotta go to Cleveland. They see the Jets. They see they see Buffalo at Buffalo. Then they see Tampa at home. How many games do they win? I don't even know how many games you actually just listed right there. That's six. That's six games. I just told you the first six games. Okay, the first six games. I don't know, man. I'm a little off. All right, look, I'll say this. I'll take them to open the season beating Cincinnati in a shocker, bro. In a shocker, bro. That's my upset. That's my upset of week one. I'm taking Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. Book that. Run that to the uh to the to the sports books. Thank me later. So All you right. got them going what the first six games? That's the question. That like three. That sounded like three and three. I ain't gonna hold you. Those you games you listed sounded like three and three. You said Tampa was the last one. I don't think they beat in Tampa. What was they having the division from there? They so seem basically. Go ahead, G. So basically, run the first. So game. it's they're saying the Bengals, 
They're going to they have to go to the Bengals. They see New England at home. They see Cleveland at Cleveland. They see the Jets at home. They see Buffalo at Buffalo. And they see Tampa at home. That's two wins. Three and three. That's three and three, like I said. Yeah, that's three and three. That's two wins. That's two wins. That's three, three and three, three if they if they're blessed. They three and three through six, bro. And that's what they that's where they need to be. Because at that point, it's either going time to go to Kenny Pickett because he's ready, or we just rocking with Trubisky and this is our formula to win. You know that slow that slow paced ball game. That's it. Don't forget about Najee, bro. No, I, I, how did I leave out Najee, bro? I said when I saw Najee in college, I said this this guy is a top ten back the moment he's drafted. I think I said it on the show. I know I tweeted it out too. I and mean, sure Najee, enough, bro. Your man's in the top five already, bro. Top five back last year, bro. Like, yes, bro, he is. On, bro. That he boy got me to the playoffs. He got me to the championship. Yo, T made a great point earlier. He said minus two for an organization that doesn't know how to win. Steelers get plus two as an organization that knows how to win. So really, <laughs> they're an eight-win team for real, for real. They really are eight-win. But you gotta give them that plus two instead of the minus two because they know how to get it done, bro. So that's why I end up with that's big facts. Uh, I took them from six wins to eight wins off that same that same type of vibe. Um, And just to progress this a little bit further, man, like, look, the Steelers, they're probably going to be right around the same type of win total as the Browns, seven, eight wins. Um, And that's just really off the strength of Mike Tomlin always having to win a season. This might be the first season that, you know, eight and nine, I guess they play 17 games. He might finally get a get a losing season this year. But that's going to be with a rookie quarterback and Kenny Pickett probably coming in and shocking a few people towards the end of the season and keeping them competitive. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs either. And I, I'm going to let T keep, keep this thing going because I'm trying to get to my Ravens or these Ravens here because it's going to get a little spicy. All right, D, D, what do you got? All right, so I said the Browns are one of the division, right? And then I'm going uh, I'm to cap it off with – I'm going to say the Steelers just end up being a wild card again. At the, the end of the bottom half of, of the season is a lot easier than the top half. I think they're – I think they go the same record from last year, 9-8. and 9-8. and eight. Okay, so what we have, 10-8. Nine. Okay, so we got him between eight and ten range. Um, I like what the Steelers have, man. I really do. My concern is the O line, uh, but I think this division is going to be tough. These are some good coach teams. They know each other. It's a lot of talent in the AFC North. Uh, I'm gonna give the Steelers another nine win. If anytime there's a, a quarterback controversy and a starter hasn't been named yet. That's probably not a good sign. Seattle's going through the same thing for real. Uh, so yeah, let's go nine. All right. Uh, next. underrated for one of the best divisions in, in football this year, yo. It's an underrated choice for possibly the best division in football. I won't, I won't, I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree with that at all. Uh, I'm going to go next. Let's go. Uh, let's make it interesting. Let's go Bengals. Former former uh, Super Bowl losers. Uh, uh, gee, we still, you know, let's start with you. I I don't see the Bengals. Uh, I see the Bengals going eight and nine this year. Eight you have them going going last in the division. Yeah, I think they end up being the bottom half this time around. You got more tape on these guys. 
I think last year was, I want to say it was a fluke. It's, it's, no, it's like, what the fuck? I think uh, Jamar Chase was, that was, I think there was a game tape. Remember last year, remember prior to preseason, it was like, the boy can't catch a fucking ball. Then I know where my man's the greatest deep pass threat in fucking NFL history is rookie year. I'm like, what the fuck are we watching? We got bamboozled. We got lied on goddamn reports. They lied to me. They lied to me. There's a reason why I didn't draft them last year. And I regretted it because I had a chance to grab them. But then I drafted Najee Harris. So I was like, all right. I had to get one or the other. I had to get one or the other. And it just it's gonna be a bottom yeah, hell no, man. The Bengals gotta go through some shit the, the last the last four games, right? They, they gotta they gotta see Tampa Bay and they gotta see New England, and then they go back home. To see Buffalo and Baltimore? Yeah, fuck no. I don't see them winning this shit this year. <laughs> the second half of the, the second half of the season is fucking crazy. Look, they gotta they gotta see they gotta see the Steelers, they go to, they gotta see Tennessee, they gotta go see the Chiefs, and then they get the Browns, they get Tampa, they get New England and Buffalo and and Baltimore. Ain't no fucking way these guys are about to go four and four. These guys are about to get smoked. They get lucky that we win two games. They're going to split the division, so they're going to end up beating Baltimore, but if yeah. hell no, they're not beating the Bills. Hell no. Yeah, G, uh, I wasn't with you on your, your first two predictions, uh, but I'm going to piggyback off you right quick because uh, I agree. I think the Bengals are going to be in for some struggles this year. Um, I, I don't see them being a contender, really, or making the playoffs this year. I think Joe Burrow takes a step back. And, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a rough go for the Bengals, man. I honestly do. I still like Jamar Chase. I still think they'll, they'll be competitive and they'll be in games. Uh, but I think the division, like y'all were just saying, is sneaky good, and I think that's going to hurt the Bengals overall. Uh, I got them at about nine wins at most. Mm, another nine-win team. Okay, middle of the pack. Bryce? Bro, yeah, this, this Bengals slam is crazy, bro. Y'all talking about these boys like they weren't just in the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow's going to regress? How, bro? I don't see Joe Burrow regressing at all. I think Joe Burrow's going to tear it up again. Only problem they face, like G was kind of getting to, is they got a, a first-place schedule, and that hurts for a young team. Uh, but I think they can, they can overcome that. Uh, I got them winning this division. I, got, I definitely got them winning this division. They got the best receiving core in the league. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, yeah, that's debatable as fuck. That's it's, super it's debatable. Very debatable. I should say this. Arguably the best receiving core in the league. Because if you're talking best receiving cores, they are in the conversation. I think they, yes, got, they, three, I think they got three number one receivers, if you ask me. Uh, and Damn! Boyd? Boyd? Tyler Boyd, was, he was the number one in the thousand years before his young boys came. Yeah, because he's on the option. But you all, right, all right, all right, fine. You know, you can say that. But Joe Mixon is a certified dog, and he's one of the best dual threat running backs in the league. Uh, receiving. Joe Mixon? Ball. Yeah, I love Joe Mixon, man. He's he one of the best running backs in the league, honestly, underrated. Bro, all right, no, so where you bring him at? Top 10, top 10 running back in the league. I don't know, because you just, you just disrespected my king not too long ago. You disrespected my king not too long ago. I feel about Derrick Henry. That's my number one running back all day. That's but, my uh, but, yo, so I, I got the Bengals winning. I got them I got them having a 12-win season. I got them having a 12-5 season. 
Uh, to me, I think the Bengals ascend is one of the teams we have to look out for moving forward. I didn't even talk about their defense. Hendrickson and Hubbard on the ends going crazy. Logan Wilson at uh, linebacker, bro. Jermaine Pratt in the middle linebacker. Like, but they got a defense, bro. Like, Jesse Bates just got just, just came back, right? Jesse Bates back, like, one of the best safeties in the league. Like, come on, bro. Bengals are legit. Um, and I think they got that X factor, which is that quarterback. When you got Joe Burrow at quarterback, it changes things, bro. If Joe Burrow continues his ascension to that, he's ascending to that number one spot at quarterback. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you in the Super Bowl, your first, your, your you know, your second season. That's the second season? You in your Super yeah, Bowl second season, bro. That's like, yo, you on your way to being the number one quarterback, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So if he can continue this ascension he's on, oh, man, it might be more than 12 wins. We might, they might be 14, they might be 13, 13 and 4, or 14 and 3. Like, who knows? He's over 12 right now. 12 and yeah. 5 for the, for the Bengals. Lock that in. 12, you said 12? Yeah, twelve and five, and don't forget they got Hayden Hurst. They just they just got Hayden Hurst at tight end. I like Uzoma. I like TJ Uzoma, but he kept getting hurt, and he got hurt in the playoffs, and right before the playoffs, and that hurt them. That hurt them a lot. Wait, was it Hurst with, with Baltimore last year? Hurst been with Baltimore. Was with Baltimore. I think then he went to the Lions. Maybe he went somewhere else for a second. Maybe a Hayden Hurst played in South Carolina. He was a dog in college, man, and I think he can he gonna fit right in with Joe Burrow. All right, so I'm I'm inclined to agree with uh I think Rome, the Bengals missed the playoffs. That's what you said, right? Wow. Yep. The three of us, the three wow, of us. Crazy. I think the Bengals missed the playoffs this season. Uh Super Bowl hangover. Um everybody wants to un unseat and uncrown the guys at the top. They're one of the teams supposedly at the top. And arguably of, of the teams at the top, they're the most beatable. Um so that's kind of a game that every team circles. So every week they're going to have to bring it. I think they're young, like you said, more film on them. Uh, yeah, Browns missed the playoffs, uh, but probably because they're a nine-win team and maybe they just lose a tiebreaker. Uh, but last but not least, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm going to start with Ron with this. Come on, come on. Yes, sir. Hey, got to quit that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, but yeah, man, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, man, they still haven't signed my man to a contract yet. Uh, the word on the street is he wants, he's not, they offered him a contract. I think it was similar to Kyler Murray's, but my man wants all guaranteed bucks, just like Deshaun Watson. Uh, so, you know, the, the clock is still ticking on that. We'll see where that goes. He said he ain't negotiating after preseason. So we got about a week left. Um, but I think he inks a deal before the season. I think he takes that momentum into the season, and I think the Baltimore Ravens win this division. I think Lamar Jackson will be on a mission. I think uh, he hears all this talk about Joe Burrow. He hears Bryce saying that the Bengals are going to win 12 games and be the class of the division and all this stuff. Uh, he hears all the talk about Deshaun Watson entering this division and being, you know, this hot shot quarterback. Um, he hears the talk about Kenny Pickett and the Steelers and this up-and-coming guy, and he wants to solidify the fact that this is his division Big Ben is gone, uh, and Lamar Lamar is coming for next, man. He's coming for next. He's, he's not playing no games, and I don't think the rest of this Ravens team is either. I think they know uh, that that window isn't always going to be open. They know that they got to get it while Lamar is in healthy is healthy and in his prime. And I think they're going to be gunning for it these next two to three seasons, and I think it starts this season with a big push. Uh, I got the Ravens at 11 or 12 wins and running away with this division. 
running. I don't got anybody else. I don't got anybody else's double digits. I got the Bengals at nine at most. Uh, Browns and Steelers ain't winning this. Ain't getting two uh, double digit wins. I think the Ravens will easily get to ten or eleven wins, and I think that wins the division. That very well could happen. You know, 12, 11 or twelve. All right, but they're going to win the division. That's what you got. Definitely winning the division. Okay, G. The Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Let's go. I think they're gonna win. They're not gonna win the division. I, I clearly said the Browns gonna win with eleven wins, and I'm uh I'm gonna go with damn the Ravens. Yo, last year they were pretty good team, right? But they just got hurt. Everything depleted. They lost all their running backs, and they still messes to win what like seven games. Well, like a half, half ass. Like the defense, like all in IR. Mm-hmm. Missing mad players. You might have me renege this brown shit then. Fuck. But then, uh, but Bro, then are we saying that, that the Lamar fuck? missed like a third of the season also. Yeah, he missed the last four games, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Are we really going to sit here and say that the Baltimore Ravens are going to do what the Washington football did with Kirk Cousins and just give them – they only got three times to give them the – Damn, are we gonna really go sit here and say that shit? And press tag him? Damn. But then that what what that make what by the last year press tag? Top three or top five highest paid still? But I'm saying I think it's press tag three times, right? What are they giving them guaranteed? Because it's all guaranteed, right? right? You give it to them twice in a row, the third number just gets Stupid. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Kirk almost right. got paid like 80 million for one year, right? That's what they traded him. No, no, no. We ended up we got rid of him before we had even yeah, yeah, before it was 86. I think it was 86, right? The last franchise tag. Something crazy, bro. Something crazy, right? Something stupendous. Damn. Uh, damn. But I love money. Damn. <laughs> damn. You know what? Just because I want my man to get paid. And I wish them nothing but the best. I'm going to renege what I said about the Browns winning and shit. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens win 12 games. Because just just because, yo, you know that this man got a chip on his back. I think he was another MVP season this year. Lamar Jackson is the MVP again. And I know I know my man sitting to the left of me is going to give me some of the most craziest slander about Lamar Jackson. Anything, Anybody with the LJ initials? It's, it's going to get bombarded right now. I know how much my man's T hates anybody with LJ as his initials. So, damn, Lamar Jackson, I hope you get paid, my man. I hope you don't get hurt. Uh-uh-uh. I'm going to make sure I, I'm going to have, like, 30 Spanish grandmas pray for you every night, every <laughs> Sunday, so that way you stay healthy. Damn. I, the Baltimore Ravens win the division. Fuck it. They win, by two, they win with 12 games. And I and I see Baltimore Ravens not lose not one division game this year. So, so you flipping and thinking the Ravens win the Super Bowl? Uh, no, the, no, I'm not gonna say sit here and say all that shit. What I am gonna say is that the Baltimore Ravens don't lose not one divisional game. Mm, oh, that, there's a bold prediction for you. And that they sweep that division. They sweep that division. Like they win out the division. They don't beat every. They beat these guys twice. I think that's the Baltimore Ravens gonna do that. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'll reserve my comments. With uh, with an MV, with an MVP season, Lamar Jackson. Yes, I think my man wins another MVP this year. MVP. MVP. 
<laughs> Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't do them like that. Whatever, whatever, watch, uh, whatever, uh, Davis does. MWM backwards MVP. I'll eat that shit. Eat it. Eat it. Take it. To, take it to the bank. Pause. Call out a pause. MVP. Ravens. Ravens win the division. They sweep the division, and. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a two-time MVP coming out. Okay. Yes, because I want to see my mans get paid. I like when people get money because I don't want that good cover. I want to see my man gets paid. Okay, okay. Uh, Bryce, I'm going I'm to let you talk about the Ravens real quick. Hey, I like the Ravens, man. I think the Ravens got upgrades and weapons. Uh, some addition by not addition. Like, I mean, Rashad Bateman looking like he's going to be legit this year. Uh, Mark, Mark Andrews, we know what he does. But uh, Isaiah Likely, man, tight end. Either it was Coastal Carolina or East Carolina. Coastal Carolina, I think. But, hey, that boy legit, man. I mean, they about to run them two tight end sets to death, and he's going to be killing them. So, uh, Stop yeah, giving out fantasy football advice because that's literally oh, yeah, my sleeper you? pick. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> in one league from you. So, yeah, you know, in our dynasty league, I already got him. But uh, I like what the Ravens got, and you just can't count out Lamar Jackson. I don't see them beating uh, – I don't see them surpassing the Bengals this year. Um, I think they, I think they're still a couple couple more weapons away. Um, I mean, J.K. Dobbins is coming back from a, a horrible injury, right? He was he had a torn ACL. We'll see how he bounces back. I like J.K. Dobbins. I like him coming out of college. But they got to be able to establish that running game in Baltimore, and that's the – to me, that's Greg Roman's fault. But if they don't establish that running game in Baltimore, it's hard to win with their style of play. Didn't it, didn't they lose Gus Edwards last year too? Is he coming so. back? Yep, they lost, yeah. they lost Gus Edwards. So they lost a whole running back. Yeah, they lost yeah. like yeah, they was down to like yeah, practice squad running backs. They was picking they got up Mike the So and yeah, that's a good pickup. Mike Davis is an excellent pickup. Um, if he can stay healthy for them, I mean, he 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 runs the rock the way the way they like it. Uh, so the question becomes, Greg. Roman, that's the only question I got for the Ravens, man. Greg Roman, how are you calling the games, man? Are you calling these games to give Lamar Jackson a chance to be a passer when it matters? Or are you doing the same offense you've been doing for the past however many seasons, three, four seasons, and just, you know, doing these, you know, this college stuff, the Bulls, you know, like the, the run. Yo, let, let, let release Lamar Jackson as a passer, man. Let him free. Free, free passing Lamar, bro. And uh, I think they let that happen, and uh, the Baltimore Ravens will be in good shape. I got them winning 11 games, though. 12 for the Bengals, 11 for the Ravens. Okay. Um, it's interesting. That's an interesting take you got there, Bryce. Uh, so so Ravens coming right behind the Bengals based on what, what Greg Roman dials up. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, says low hanging fruit. Harbaugh needs to go. He, hey, <laughs> he might. I'm glad you said that because I, I, I do believe this is the season where uh, John Harbaugh says goodbye. I think, I, I think the Ravens probably win eight games, seven games. Uh, I, I'm not buying in the not buying into all this Lamar Jackson hype, MVP season, and all this stuff. Uh, this, this, the Ravens got y'all fooled, man. Lamar Jackson out there running around doing a bunch of nothing. All right, 
Bryce, you talk about Lamar Jackson need to throw the ball and Roman need to throw the ball. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw the ball every game at least 25 times. At least 25 times. He had games throwing the ball 30, 40 yards. Uh, Ravens are a seven-win team. I don't care who comes back healthy. Uh, you're not tricking anybody anymore with that silly high school triple option Georgia Tech wing team offense anymore. Uh, league's caught up. I don't think Rashad Bateman is Hollywood at all. Uh, you do got a new tight end. I, I do. I do like the new tight end, but um, all the running backs are still banged up. Mike Davis could be a decent replacement, but I, I'm not buying the Ravens anymore. Uh, it's time for some fresh blood, man. Ravens. I'll call it Ravens six wins. Lamar Jackson doesn't. Lamar Jackson doesn't play for the Ravens next year, and uh, Jim Harbaugh is an analyst. Twenty twenty three. Bro, that was wow. that was that was ridiculous, bro. That was ridiculous, yeah, and I mean, you, you you really just carried over the ridiculous hate from the pre-show. We damn near an hour into the regular show, and you really kept that same energy. I gotta applaud you for that, T. You kept that same energy going, uh, bottled up for a, a whole two, three segments to let that out on Lamar just now. Um, but you 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 said that they're gonna win six wins. Uh, maybe seven wins at best. Let me ask you this. H how many games did Lamar Jackson win last season before he got hurt? Seven. Seven, right? So do you think he'll play a full season? Yes. And you think he's going to win less than he did last season? Yes. Okay, and let's continue with the history lesson here, right? So let's go back to the seasons before. How, has Lamar ever lost more than seven games in a season? No. He is not. So you're not only calling for Lamar to not not just not be the MVP, not only are you not buying an MVP hype, you're saying that he's going to go out here and have his absolute worst season that he's had to date as a pro. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Yo anybody, anybody who's seen the pre-show and then got to see this as well, bro, like you definitely got your money's worth. Uh, T, y'all said I was anti-Matthew Stafford. T is anti-Lamar Jackson, bro. Let's, like, let's Skip talk. Bayless hates LeBron, you hate Lamar. Let's talk Let's talk football, right? Ravens did try to throw the ball last year. It didn't work. It's ineffective. Even when they was out there. Like, he had one game. Lamar lit somebody up for 400 yards last season. I want to say – I can't remember off the top of my head, but he lit somebody up last year. He's going to have to duplicate that performance uh, throughout the remainder – well, for the next season, right? I don't got Greg Roman letting this guy throw uh, more than he threw last year. And I think he has less weapons. I think the running back, uh, he got better running backs. I think they'll hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off. Hand the ball off and play defense. That's a formula that you can win in this league with up into the playoffs. I don't think they can hand the ball off because I don't think they can play defense on the other side. I think their defense is going to get them in situations where Lamar has to throw to win. And at that point, I don't believe it. If Lamar can throw outside the hashes, he might be an MVP. I need to see him be able to throw outs, uh, post, deep outs. Until I see uh, – until he stops throwing seam routes and slants and and, and in-breaking routes, then I'll believe it. For right now, not buying it. Six wins. Look, lucky I, I, I love that you're not buying it. I loved your, your breakdown of why you're not buying it. I thought that was pretty on point. Uh, but I just – I just cannot – I cannot understand how you're telling me that uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be below Jacoby Brissett 
and Deshaun Watson playing a third of the season and the Cleveland Browns. Like, that, that makes no sense. Makes no sense. You yourself said the organization is an org that knows how to lose, and here's a quarterback who knows how to win. Can't make this stuff up. Hey man, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough division. I, I don't. I don't really think any team runs away with this. I think this division is gonna come down to uh, the last two weeks of football. I honestly think. All right, I'm, I'm putting a little extra spice on it, but. The Ravens are probably a 500 team. You know what I'm saying? I think they're in that eight-win range, nine-win range. I wouldn't be surprised if they only won six, though. But I do think all these teams are going to be jumbled up up until week 13, 14, and somebody will emerge. But I, the Ravens will finish this division in last place. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I can't say I agree with that one, but it's a bold take, and that's what we're here for. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a real take. It's a real take. But we spent too much time on the AFC North, so we never jump into the NFC North tonight because I, I want to get into something. Get back here, boy. <laughs> I want to get into something. <laughs> 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 I'm never going to come back. But, you know, I, I do I do want to get into um, Sunday night's premiere of uh, House of the Dragon. I know you black folks been out there saying House of Dragons. It's, it's not your Chinese <laughs> Out. All right. La, 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 la. <laughs> you might, G, you might want to, uh, you should switch with Rome. You you go away, let Rome come back. Hey, Rome, let's switch. Cause damn, I ain't watching yet. I've been trying to. I've been trying well, to. You know, let's let's try not to give any spoilers. Let's, let's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough though. That's gonna be tough. Um, but since since Rome not here, Bryce, I, you you caught the premiere. Yeah, I called the premiere, bro. I saw it yesterday. Okay. And you like you like how I disappeared right right when the dragon show started, right? <laughs> the dragon show. He called it the dragon show. <laughs> Black folks don't know the name of nothing. House <laughs> <laughs> of the Dragon, man. House of the <clears throat> Yo, man. You can't get shrimp fried rice from House of the Dragon. That's House of the Dragon. Hey, you I know, bet I you House House of the Dragon got some bomb shrimp fried rice though. Probably do, probably do. Yeah, it's in the bathroom as well. No, <laughs> so, so, so to not spoil it for G, I'll, I'll ask some general t- general questions. All right. Do you feel like this was a good premiere for the, what is the prequel to Game of Thrones? Oh, man, come on, bro. You know, Game of Thrones is one of the few shows that doesn't really miss, bro. Okay. Like, I feel like as long as they involve that, that that original writer, which it seems like they involved them again. As long as they involved, what's Big Boy's name, man? Uh, hey, J.R. Martin? Yeah, J.R. Martin, bro. As long as they keep him involved, he gonna make sure it's right, yo. And I'm not gonna say it was like a home run, bro. Like, I don't think it was like a crazy home run, but it hit, bro. And Game of Thrones hits every time, bro. They already kind of outlined some storylines, but you already know that some of those storylines that they outline for you are just bait. It's just bait for you to for you to be like, oh, I'm gonna follow this storyline. The first episode in itself gave you bait for you to think something was gonna happen that was that didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that's without me ruining anything. But uh, like, Game of Thrones is a master at that they know how to uh, they know how to they know how to create a situation that can have multiple obvious outcomes 
Like, there's only so many outcomes that can happen in certain situations of Game of Thrones, but somehow they figure out how to give the least obvious one every time. And I think that's what makes it great, because you'd be looking at it like, oh, I should have thought of that type of thing. Uh, great first episode. I can't wait for the rest of it, man. Uh, damn, I'm trying not to ruin nothing for G, but, like, man, that's, that shit was good, man. That shit was all good. All right, all right. Rome, did you happen to catch it? Nah, so I still so this is my question to y'all as as a uh, big Game of Thrones fans, right? This is a crossover show, right? So do I need to um, catch all the way up on Game of Thrones, or do, can I just dive into this? You, honestly, you it might be better that? to watch this one first. It's just a prequel. It might be like it might. Be oh, like, so it's know, like a prequel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You watching the correct order. Okay, so oh. I might I might do that then. I might I might check this out, and in that way I can get the view of of the Game of Thrones universe from the from this way, as opposed to how everybody else in, in took it. Maybe 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 this this might be the show that gets me in into the Game of Thrones world. I I, I feel like all right, without giving away anything, I feel like, and I don't want to call it a flaw, but if I had to say anything bad about it. I feel like they kind of wrote this first episode for Game of Thrones fans, right? I feel like some of the things they did, they knew like Game of Thrones fans would love. Some of the some of the references, some of the callbacks, it's like to get you back wound up, right? Because that last season kind of made you feel like, man, I, I I did all this investing in Game of Thrones and they they they, they wasted it. But now. They calling some of them things back. I mean, I'm going to say this, man. And this ain't giving away nothing. But when I hear that Dracarys, it just do something to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I hear that Dracarys, like, yes, sir. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to get no spoilers, but I, I, I agree with Bryce, man. I, I thought this was a great first episode, a great uh, way to premiere the um, way to premiere the series. Rome, I don't know what, what type of time you're on. But uh, you you better not watch She Hawk over this, all right? If you watch, Wanda, <laughs> you know, if you watch the Wanda Vision, uh, you can definitely watch this. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I really want to. I really want to get into it. But like like I said, it's so good. I don't want to. I don't want to get the spoilers, and I don't want you know. What I'm saying I don't want Sykes to cheat, but it, it was a lot of old elements that. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, um, you're gonna like to see. You know what I'm saying? Um, from sex to nudity to, to the violence to 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 the politics, like it, it, everything. You know what I'm saying? It's all the, the great elements of that first season. I feel like they 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 put them together in episode one, man. To you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, hard to not, it's so hard not to ruin it because it's like a couple things I want to say that's not really ruining it. But I wouldn't want it to be like the first time you hear it be from me. You know what right. <laughs> Let the show tell you that for the first time. So to really review it, uh, I do want to speak on Game of Thrones real quick as a series, right? They're supposed to be making uh, several other uh, spinoffs, sequels, adaptations. And this is just the first. Um, I can, from what I'm seeing, what I'm reading, we're going to have Game of Thrones in our lives for another four to six years possibly you know what i'm saying uh maybe longer there's there's, there's a show about a, a a pirate you know a guy that was on the water there's dunking an egg there's a whole bunch of storylines john snow is getting a sequel um 
the only sequel, actually. So, Game of Thrones fans. So, wait. What's up, so, so, so this show right here is only going to be one season, basically? No, it's going to be, I don't know how many seasons it's going to be. It's going to be more than one. Um, but this is 127 years before uh, the long night and Game of Thrones and all that. He, okay, so I ain't going to lie to you guys. I caught, I caught the first five minutes of the shit. And I had to turn it on. Yeah, so I, this I, shit came in mind. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, contemplating huh? twice, watching that episode one twice. I'm actually <laughs> contemplating watching it twice. You know what I'm saying? Just to make sure I got all the names and faces down. Because I, what I will say is, maybe, maybe I'm a bit of a racist here, but man, when these, white, <laughs> these white wigs, man, they all start to look the same to me. I, <laughs> These Targaryens, man, they look like albinos. I can't, I can't, I can't place them, man. Nah, hey, I mean, it's it's funny that you brought up, uh, you know, the Marvel shit, man. Any any of the loyal listeners out there know I'm a big Marvel guy, um, and it sounds to me like like you know the Game of Thrones is doing a lot with the MCU is doing in a similar way of you know multiple spinoffs, multiple shows, and I love that. Um, that, that's definitely the kind of thing that I could get into. So I probably will at some point down the road check out the whole Game of Thrones world. Um, but really what's, what's had my, my eye recently, bro, has been that show on, on HBO, Issa's new shit, rap shit. That has been the show that has been intriguing me. Um, completely different from, you know, Games of Thrones and Marvel, all that type of, that type of sci-fi fantasy. But that's been the show that's been, been catching my eye recently. What is that so, show? What is it about? Oh, uh, I mean, it's it's lit, bro. It's basically about these two girls that are like up and coming rappers. They use they, it's very it's very now. It's very like like you could see that shit happening today. Honestly, it's about five or six episodes in, and I kind of feel like I know them. I'm kind of I'm kind of rooting for them to make it and get a deal and all that. Like I don't want to give no spoilers because I think the show is completely worth getting into on your own time. But uh, it's it's dope, and you know, Issa's the executive producer, so you know she don't. She don't put out nothing lame. So, is this show like? Is it thirty minutes? Is it an hour? It's thirty minutes. It's kind of like it's like Insecure, but not like Insecure. Like the same kind of like format, but not like the same, not the same show. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm just curious to what he said. I, I I need to check that out. I do need to check that out. That is on my. No, list. I think I think I think y'all will enjoy that. That that joint's kind of fire. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna check it out. Any any anybody watch anybody else watching anything? Man, so, um, hey, y'all watching Keenan? What's Keenan? Okay. Am I saying that? Keenan? Season two? The power? Oh, Keenan. No, I don't watch power. Keenan or whatever. No. Raising Cane. Just raising Cane. Raising Cane. It's crazy. The Tundra. Oh, my man, Keenan. <laughs> Yeah, you can't get it. I like Raising talking about Keenan Thompson. I'm like, oh, Keenan came, came out with something new. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they got season two going on right now. That's what I'm watching. Y'all I, watching I, the Sandman on Netflix? I, watching I, what? Sandman. It's on Netflix. I just found out about that now. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's 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 it's, it's, it's an interesting show, man. It's, what what's uh, the Sandman like? What's what's his power? He got a couple powers, but he's the he's the ruler of the dream world. You know why he's the ruler of the dream world? Because that show puts you to sleep. 
maybe. I don't know. I, I've been watching it, yo. I'm like about nine episodes in, so I got a couple more to go. But I, I like it. I like it. Bro, y'all want, y'all want to hear something crazy? I still haven't watched Stranger Things yet. Stranger Things, yeah, I saw that joint. I know, I haven't watched it yet. Now, Stranger Things was that joint was lit. I'm a fan, but nah, same man. I think I'm on episode three or four. You know what I'm saying? He just he was just talking to the to Lucifer, but it's so I don't like the way it's shot. I don't like the I don't like the writing. Um, the plot is fine. It's I just hate the execution, but. When I read the description of the show, it said Sandman for Sandman lovers, written by Sandman lovers. So basically, like either you're gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. That's that's basically what I took from it. Oh. Yeah. A lot Sandman, of like, Sandman just so cool at all times. Is why I rock with him, bro. Like your man never is like he's never too didn't... shocked. He's never like I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, did Bryce like, freeze? Nah, I ain't freeze. Oh. Uh, I was gonna say the Sandman ain't talked for like 30 years, bro. <laughs> Yo, but that but how hard you gotta go not to say a word for 30 years, bro. Like yo, Sandman different, bro. Nah, it was a it was like a hundred years he ain't saying. It was word. a long time. Yeah, it was like a hundred years. years. But he's probably who knows how old the Sandman is. He's probably like ten thousand years old. So a cool thirty ain't nothing. That's like a day. Yo, anybody, anybody catch that man Tateo? Bro, <laughs> I started it. I started it, bro. That joke is sad, bro. I feel hey. bad for man time, bro. <laughs> man dirty, bro. Bro, hey, so I forgot about this whole story, bro. So how how did this shit happen? He got he got catfished while he was going into the league, and we supposed to feel sorry. No, no, it's way more. <laughs> yeah, he got catfish. He definitely got catfish. But all I know is this man don't don't. Then he end up um talking to Tuyapa Sopo's sister or something. Somebody, so, you know, who the person he was talking to, there she the the person oh she, it was a transgender woman. Now, but he's, like at the time, he's a it was, yeah, at the time it was a dude, right? At the time, but they transitioned into a woman, right? So it's like the whole thing is shot with them saying, you know, her talking as a woman. But before the show started, they had a random disclaimer. It was like basically like nobody on the show knew that she was transgender until after recording. I was like, damn, they just didn't tell people this this fact. So like, I don't know. I feel like maybe Man Tateo may I don't know. He may wanted to look. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was Is strange. He still in the league? What that person did to Man Titeo was very, very strange, man. And it's not cool, man. Bro, it seems to me like this motherfucker was just the first like semi-famous person to get catfished like hard. Like, uh, like cat catfishing wasn't as popular then as it is now. Like this man, I, I don't know how bad I feel, but it did cost him money. A lot of money. Yeah, somebody told me they started it and turned it off. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's captivating. It'll keep you watching it, but you just be you just looking at it. It's like watching an episode of Catfish, bro. Like a you know, but with Man Tateo. <laughs> That's really what it's like, bro. Everybody's seen that show, bro. It's like watching a longer a longer episode of that show, but with Man Tateo. We already know how it goes. We've seen it. Everybody knows how. 
it, they should have dropped this right after it happened. You know what I'm saying? They would yeah. probably drop this because yeah. it's like, we already know about Captain. <laughs> this is for the old people that are like, you know, 50 plus. What's a Captain? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have no clue about I shouldn't even say 50, probably more like 60 plus. Wait, uh, Manta Tales don't pay for the charges no more, right? He's still in the league? Yeah, he's out the league. He been on That catfish took him out. (laughs) 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 Too much catfish. <laughs> wow, that's what I'm saying, man. When, when, when this shit happened to him, bro, catfishing was like a like a quote unquote new thing. Like now, that shit is like, bro, how you get like how? I mean, we 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 trend towards a a time and place where uh, you gonna just be your avatar anyway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who you say you are? Like in the metaverse, you gonna show up to work with your avatar. You know, you gonna pick what gender? You might pick an animal, you know. I'm gonna be a tiger. Wow. <laughs> hey, you are your animal. Boy. Come on, come on. I'm gonna be a raven one day. Come on, come on. <laughs> That's a great movie. You're a wild boy, man. <laughs> yeah. Wild boy, man. Hey man, but uh real quick before before I you know sign this off, anybody ever seen this show called Black Summer on Netflix? It's not really new. It's a zombie show. Nah. So, so, so Black Summer, like, I stumbled across it. Um, it's not your typical zombie show, right? Like, it is and it isn't, but it's not really just people running and surviving. It's, it's a think season one's like three different storylines, and they end up all converging. But, like, I feel like Black Summer is probably the most realistic zombie show I've seen to date, right? Like, uh, I'm not giving away no spoilers, but I'm watching season two, and, like, uh, a guy sprained his ankle and was like, all right, just kill me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, just shoot me. I can't run anymore. But um, Black Summer is surprisingly good um, if you realize that the show is more about humans are monsters too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's, that's the part of it. Uh, I, would, I would recommend it. As a, and I'm not a zombie fan. So if you're looking for a zombie, a more mature zombie show, Black Summer is the one. Man, I always say that, man. If we get in, if we get into an apocalypse or like some civil war, people always talking about they got this and they got that. I'm like, bro, like you know how grimy people are in like regular society right now. Just wait for there to be anarchy and no rules, bro. Like, motherfuckers are waiting to stab motherfuckers in the back, bro. People are all survive off of this. I'm like, bro, the motherfuckers that survive that shit are fucking. Yeah, they're smart, but it's a lot of fucking luck involved in that type shit, bro. Because people just gonna be betraying people left and right. I'll tell you another thing I like about this one too. Zombies, zombies without getting bit. Like you just got the virus, so if you die, so somebody in your in your little group, right? Because you know humans want to be in groups. Somebody in your group dies, like they're instantly a zombie. So you got you got to kill them off rip then, right? Like. You gotta like headshot them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you like, oh, they about to go. You gotta take them out. Yeah, but how you know when they about to die? Like in real life, people don't die instantly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what if I have? Bye bye to the old people. (laughs) (laughs) I would recommend this one. Outside of that, man, it's late. It's been a long show. Uh, You know what I'm saying? My bad. We couldn't get to the NFC North, but. uh, Let's uh, where, where, where can we be reached? Um, all the socials. Um, please check out that gas store, uh, for the merch. Um, please 
subscribe to that Patreon, uh, YouTube, subscribe and like. Uh, you know, put gas in that light. We should be, man. Don't don't listen to these other these other shows, man. These bar stools and these these other internet guys, man. We we the real deal, man. We for the culture. So um uh what else? What else? What am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. Uh we got the merch, we got the I don't know. It's late, fellas. Um, you know how we in this thing. Sports for the culture. Sports for the culture.